Welcome to episode 150, and uh, today's a very special episode because we've spent the last, I'd say, 45 minutes trying to get our, our recording equipment going. And you know why we do that? Took a, took a little blue pill, and now everything's <laughs> up. Because what's the first line of the new theme song? We never ever let you down 30 minutes at a time. So, you know, other podcasts probably would have quit after 40 minutes of screwing around reinstalling software, fixing microphones, but not us, because we love what are you all talking our listeners. About? Yeah, nobody you would do? quit. Yeah. What do you mean, what did I do? You changed the theme song. Well, it's episode 150. I changed the theme song for every single big milestone. milestone. Oh, yeah. I thought this was a revamp. No, 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 no. This is just a milestone theme song. Like episode 10, you got to run that by the 50, board. 150, 100, 150. Next milestone will be 200. Yeah, no, the, the original the podcast theme song, I changed it bad. Yeah, I would. Oh. That would be it, Carter. That if you want to break my heart. That's... Is your musical under? Is your skills keep evolving, <laughs> changing, getting new interests, getting all Axel? Yeah, but this this time I actually sat down. And I was like, well, I need to. One fifty is coming up. I need to record something. So I just grab a bass and the first riff. I'm like, yep. Let's do it. <laughs> let's put it too much time on this. Now, let's be... pretend. That Carter's not lying right now. No, that's and think true. About how, when did he start this? In January? No, like three weeks ago. Yeah, right. He's like 150s this year. <laughs> oh. Did you know the words? Did you have words before you created the riff because you no. knew what you were going to say? No, I had the riff first. So you, you're you more of like a, you write the instrumental and then you come up with the lyrics after. Yeah. Oh, of Less of a poet and more of you just go for the feel. Yeah. Interesting technique. I know it. Well, I know your technique you don't like is when a bandmate comes up with a riff and he just gives it to you and goes, Now, Trevor, make a full song out of this. Yeah, I, this is what how I don't like writing songs with people is when they have any ideas. That's pretty much the extent of how I write songs with other people. You have an idea? Okay, bye. Uh, make your own band. Yeah, go get the hell out of my life. And uh, if I wanted your sh- input i would ask for it what about podcast input do you guys ever get people telling you ideas for the podcast i have i have no i get it all the time yeah my wife does oh that's awesome but she's she gets it your wife isn't like i think your wife gets it well let's let's do let's hear some ideas here and i'll tell you janelle's ideas well, I've heard Allison's. We've heard Allison's ideas firsthand. She's come on before, I think, and given us a couple pointers, <laughs> <laughs> and they were all good, as as far as I do remember. I disagree, but oh, well, yeah, they're mostly against you mm-hmm. about how we're wrong about things. <laughs> I, guess we New, I guess we called New Brunswick an island on the Christmas special. Oh, jeez. So. Fact it's checking. Just the hell, it's just a hellhole, not an <laughs> island. 
Well, Janelle wants to know why they're called hamburgers when there's no pork in them at all. Talk about that on the podcast, Carter. So she's Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. What do, do you guys know the origin See, of that? Yeah, I get that. That's the suggestions I normally get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what like, is Just the... like really cheesy things. Except Cam, Cam throws out a lot of them. Yeah. Cam, but Cam will get you with a solid two or three ideas a month. And, you know, they're mostly going to be like, well, you know, that's funny, but I can't, we can't roll with that, you know? And then what, but he'll nail you sometimes with good ones. Yeah. Like he's, I like it because he's persistent and eventually it gets through and there's something good. Well, yeah. what, what is the origin of the hamburger name? Do you guys know? I don't have to look it up. Hamburg, Germany, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, that's it. That's it. And a Frankfurter. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Mm. And so my mom's. I'm just. Like, I'm literally guessing. My no, no, that's it though. Uh, my mom's giving me ideas too. Well, that's just. This we one should have a whole show without you. Mom ideas. This one's actually topical now, but she gave it to me a few months ago. McLean's article about Hunter Pence, baseball player. No idea. Well, he just won the World Series like two days ago, but fans have been heckling him by like having like. Signs saying Hunter Pence can't parallel park. Hunter Pence eats pizza with the fork. Hunter Pence likes The Godfather 3. And so any... any. These are great trolls. <laughs> What's the deal? Why are they making fun of him like this? Someone know. just started doing it and yeah. caught on. Hunter Pence thinks Game of Thrones is just okay. <laughs> I'm with him. So... No, no. Do we have any hundred pence signs? What would be hundred no. pence? No. So we don't no. have any. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> mom. We've read. Says we have none. Okay. Moving on. Well, we were supposed to come up with our own sign. No, Brent. Carter's oh, mom it's a mom asks idea. Him. Oh, it's a mom idea. It's a okay. mom idea. We better come up with one. Uh, <laughs> hunter Pence prefers what? Baths is actually an actual sign. Prefers baths? That's a good one. Amber ale. Nobody prefers amber ale. Uh, That's it then. Hunter Pence prefers his vodka martini stirred, not shaken. Boom. Drinks decaf. What about those abortion protesters? Where? There's always one outside the women's clinic. No, I mean the abortion protester protesters. Something about Hunter Pence on that? No, when they hold up sides, they go to all the people that are protesting and hold up sides being like, bring back crystal clear Pepsi. Right. <laughs> and they are like, weird hobby. And it's like an arrow pointing to the next person. And they just stand there and make these people so confused. Apparently, it's it's pretty funny. I mean, I have no, I'm no commentary one way or the other on this subject. But it's pretty funny that these people are just showing up and doing this. And they have no reason to do it. Like, they're just... They're just doing it because it's bizarre. They basically. love the irony. They just love the bizarre. Like, yes. Irreverent. They just come up with something random every time and they just stand there and the people get so like mad slash confused with them. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, we're just doing it because we're allowed to, basically. What other them. ideas does your mom have? Well, we need some podcast money to fund my... Uh my legal bills here that I'll be charging the podcast soon. I've been doing a lot of work for the podcast. Yeah, Carter has. I do appreciate Yeah, <laughs> Carter's finally come through for me. His upset, his... What? What has he hard, done? All of his hard work has finally paid off. Well, first he offered to get me 
we will be heading to a WWE show in December. Yeah. So Carter Hook got me tickets for that early bird. Pre-sale. Bracket seats, pre-sale. Yeah. So, um, me and Brett, a law connection? No, no, no. This is just, through just regular t- connection. Just, yeah, so uh, they were here. Like Normally, they come like every two and a half years to Winnipeg, but they just came in like March or something. So like every six months now, they're coming. So uh, me and Brent were going to go together, but he went on a ski trip. So I got some floor seats, and uh, floor seats are $108. And um, so they're coming back in December. I kind of want to sit in the cheaper seats since I just saw, you know, some wrestling. And Brent's like, Texan, we got to go big. <laughs> we got to get first oh. row, man. I'm like, no. Brent, I'm liking this. I'm liking your your your, uh, your moxie here. <laughs> so I get some pre-sale. I get fired up for Ticketmaster. If I have one skill in life, it's getting good tickets on Ticketmaster. Like, I got Jets tickets and, and whatnot. Um, but... I don't know. Something went. Something was funky with the website that day, and I only got fifth row on the floor. But instead of paying one hundred eight dollars, I I got seats for twenty four dollars. For the for the first half an hour, tickets were on sale. Every seat in the house was for twenty four dollars, and then forty minutes after tickets went on sale, the Ticketmaster site was down. And then sixty minutes after they went on sale, there was one seat left on the floor, and that was next to me and Brent for one hundred eight dollars. And so part of me is like, well, did my pre-sale code give me a discount? And that's why I told Brent. I'm like, I'm the man. <laughs> my pre-sale code got us a discount. And Brent's like, row five, I'm not happy with this. I'm like, He's like, so what do you get, $25 off? I was like, no, $25 total for the floor seats. Now he's happy? Yeah. Yeah, and he's very like, happy. Oh, sweet. And so we're like, I'm like, maybe... Yeah, maybe nobody ever pays 108. And I was like, wait, well, I did six months ago, so that's that's clearly the price. And the seat next to us is going for 108. So we just thought we made off like bandits. Up until about three days after tickets went on sale, I got a phone call and emails from Ticketmaster. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I believe uh, you've paid less money for these tickets than what they are actually worth. We're going to require you to pay an extra uh, $85 per seat. Yeah, no, that's just not the way things work. <laughs> well, Trevor, actually, when you do buy seats, you have to agree to the their ticket purchasing agreement, which does say they have the full right to come back to you if there was a technical error or a man-made error. To, uh, to they, they will get their full price tickets. It's in the agreement that you agree to. So I was not having any of that. I called Brent. I was like, this is crap, and we're going to fight it. <laughs> so I used all my law research and uh, yeah I, I sent them this big email throwing some case law I was like well according to Ray Modern Fashions in 1956 the Manitoba Court of Appeal <laughs> decided that with instantaneous transaction on the phone which you can be analogous to the internet we're playing by Manitoba laws not whatever laws you're doing and Manitoba laws are covered by the Manitoba Consumer Protection Act and then yep. um Canadian Dryers Limited from 1920 says that it was this case where this guy sent a telegram saying, hey, you want to buy my house for $20,000? And the guy says, okay, sends the money. And the guy's like, oh, well, no, I didn't mean it. And the court said, you're giving him that house for $20,000. So I started throwing case law at him and everything. And then I was going to send him another email from the Here Comes the Wisdom at Gmail 
Facebook.com account. Just pretending, hey, we're a famous podcast. Just pretending to be a crazy wrestling fan going, this is the worst screw over since Bret Hart screwed over in 1997 in Montreal. And at the very end, and that's the bottom line because I said so. Just like insane wrestling fan. But no, then I got a phone call and a uh, email back from Ticketmaster saying, yeah, we're going to honor your $24. So Yeah, because you made more work for them than it was worth. Yeah, absolutely. So Couldn't you just schedule like a court date with them and then they would just be yeah. like, you know what, forget about it. <laughs> They're well, yours. That's, yeah, I think that no, yeah, Carter Dallas, I think Carter like Dallas did the right way. The event would be over. So it was, it was a risky play. Yeah. Allison, so Carter saved you yeah. 160 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Because well, Allison also saved me some money, the same type of work mm-hmm. at Walmart okay. for Halloween for Halloween candy. She looked at her bill, and the amount was eight ninety nine when it only should have been nine when it should have been seven ninety nine. Okay. So she took it. So she wasn't going to deal with that. Went to customer service, and she came back with one extra dollar. Nice. He said, "Well, oh no, sorry, sorry, so not one dollar." Everything back for free. Wow. Really? Zero dollars for candy. That's the way it works in Manitoba. But she had to ask for it. She's like, well, don't I get this for free? And he said, oh, yeah, if you ask for it. They're not going to do it for you unless you request it. Oh, my God. Allison. Yeah. They say, oh, yeah, we do that, but only if people ask for it. Otherwise, they just give you a dollar back. Only if you're if Only Only if you know your stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Look at that. I wasn't aware of that. That's sweet. Oh, there you go. We learned something today. Yeah, here comes some wisdom. <laughs> I also... <laughs> That's a first! 150 episodes! <laughs> I also had another technique um, to getting someone to pay for my for our wrestling tickets. <laughs> was uh, I, I was, me, me and Brent approached my dad at my baby shower. And uh, I was like, Dad... Uh, we sent an angry letter to Ticketmaster, the same account that Jets tickets, your season tickets are on, and uh, they're really bad. So can you just give us the extra money to, so they don't pull your season tickets? <laughs> That's my other scheme. <laughs> and Dad's like, just, you guys are paying to watch that crap? Disappointment, <laughs> yeah. They should pay you to go see wrestling. <laughs> I think it was his exact words. I was going through the here comes some wisdom at gmail.com account and oh, uh, we, we, got we got some we got some problems um bob seeger's lawyers have uh, put a copyright claim into our uh, video of trevor doing risky business uh <laughs> dancing around st patel mall in his underwear and ray-bans and so they said cease and desist uh youtube copyright claim i go look how many views the video has 20. <laughs> And so you can actually fight these copyright claims. Um, and luckily, I'm in copyright law class right now. So uh, <laughs> they don't want to exactly messing with, with this. But um, yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can fight like uh, little checkboxes like, oh, I wrote this song, actually. And uh, I was going to the, the fair use, which uh, like section 20 of uh, 24, I think, of the Canadian Copyright Act says... You can use copyrighted material if it's a form of critique, like review, a satirical thing, and parody. So that's what I said. Well, this is terrible parodying yeah. the movie. But you know, I didn't. YouTube scares the crap out of you. It said, by, if you click this link, you had better have uh, consulted counsel for yourself. <laughs> and so you're just looking at it, you're like, 
oh crap <laughs> like is someone did gonna... you click it I, I did, and I was like, screw it. Cause Damn I at, right. I looked at the actual repercussions, and then your your account just has a flag on it. It's saying, hey, this guy's breaking copyright a lot, if found that you lost. And then so they give you a little uh, place to uh, write all your like information, like why you think it is. So I, I threw down all this legal reasoning. And then I went to finally, then it's like, sign your name. I was like, Ricky J. Stallone. And then it's like, <laughs> hit the final button to submit. And I wussed out. I did it. <laughs> You know what? why? Because for some reason, Brent's personal details are all over that account. Like, backup email has his name, like his full name and stuff like that. So, we need to remove that. And then I'll send that email. Because we need our we need our freaking song back. If we're going to ever hit 21 views on that video, we need Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger. Yeah. And it actually says, like, their lawyers will review this claim. And... <laughs> So, hey, got to give the profession some more I money. want their lawyers to review a claim on a video with 21 views. Absolutely. The amount of money they will lose. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's like individually reviewed. It's awesome. So we're safe if they use the Canadian copyright laws. So love it. Finally, this degree is coming in handy. busy the last month with soccer right yeah it's been soccer season that's finally done so i'm back oh finally done all right you gonna tell us how how it went coaching mm-hmm. soccer you have a good year this year brent you could say that prevent can you say provincial champions oh, oh. yeah, yeah. you're a championship r- coach of rural manitoba that's awesome mm-hmm. that is awesome yeah can't beat that perfect season Perfect. Who was your steepest? Yeah. Who was the hardest competition? Oh, not Dauphin. Or was no. there nobody? Was Dauphin really was there? Not Dauphin was there. Well, at least they made provincials. I think they sort of do by default, but <laughs> no, it was last year's champs, Stonewall. Yeah. Oh, so seriously? Were they were they good again, or were yeah. were you yeah. quite a bit above? No, I didn't. I thought they had us. Okay. In the final, but no. Well. We had one player get four goals. We won four. Oh, that helps. So, yeah, so helps having super dominant, awesome player. Right? LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron. It helps to have LeBron on your team. You got a LeBron play. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, that's about it. So, yeah, that, Congrats, that sure well, That's huge, man. You will not forget that, though. No. Putting up so. the banner. Love it. Rick, good stuff. Yeah, so yeah, that definitely helps the coaching though when you have great players. Put that, that on the makes, that makes a good coach, eh? I guess then the job is to basically not screw it up. Yeah. Now Trevor's been in my mind for all sorts of stuff lately, even during soccer provincials you were there. Why's that? Oh, what was I doing? Oh, that's when first game, like we had home we were hosting it. And first game, just tough team, played defensive. Couldn't score zero zero all the way to shootouts. So then I had to get the had to get them ready to go for shootouts. Just gave my best, Trevor. Like, no, we got <laughs> we're gonna win this. There's no doubt about it. Just like, just brainwashed them. them into, yeah, just brain. Yeah, did not let them even think. Just like this is how it's gonna go. You're gonna go <laughs> score. You're gonna go. You're gonna go. 
that's exactly how it's going to work. Just as much, as much just Kool-Aid. aggressive confidence as, yeah, just like this is how it's going to happen, step by step. So I had to give my best, Trevor. And they bought it. Yeah, they bought in. They're like, yeah, we got this. I won a game. Yeah. Nice. I would like to be on the resume. Mm-hmm. So would you actually put this on your resume? Because I have coaching youth soccer on my resume under the volunteer section. Championship. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a bit different, Carter, than your stuff again. Yeah. Always back to Carter. <laughs> no. I was just giving context because I thought yeah, you'd be I like, no, that... I'm not an insane person. Yeah, no, I think oh, I that think has to absolutely. go on there. That's that's big news. Freaking two-time next year. Are you doing it next year? Yeah, oh. I think so. Is the star players? Is LeBron back next year? No. Oh frick! Oh, wait. Don't go on, go on top, man. You yeah, can... I'm considering that too. You can't win. But no, you got to keep it going. Just be like, that's it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Pack up the whole program. Mm. Oh, that's the worst part of college and kids grow up. <laughs> they don't know loyalty. Oh my god, you haven't even had your kid yet. <laughs> no, I meant like, you know, coaching. Like, that's why I don't watch college football and stuff. Because at least in the NFL, it's like, well, they aren't good anymore. Well, in college, they're like, mm-hmm. they're gone. <laughs> they also had Trevor on the brain with earlier in the month while we were gone on a weekend that I had off from coaching. Mm-hmm. Went to a play with Allison, so that was back in Trevor world again. <laughs> So I just want to hear you do some character. I just want to hear you do some characters right now. Yes, yes. From the play, okay? Until I'll see how close they are to it. All right. Can you give me? So this was the play was a Sherlock Holmes, just a classic Sherlock Holmes right. style play. So can you start off by being being Sherlock? Oh, okay. You just need I, so I you need an accent. Yeah, you need an accent. Give me, give me something to say. So Watson says, what do you feel like doing today, Sherlock? Now, that is the most interesting question here today. <laughs> I don't know. That's general, that's general overacting, I believe. Yeah, that's, that's Sherlock's got it. How about his friend? Who is the, his friend, the Irish playwright? Is it Oscar? Oscar Wilde was a character in this. Oscar Wilde. I can't do an Irish accent. Give me a quick sound. What does it sound like? Flamboyant gay. Oscar Wilde. Is I just he, want, does I he want have to an words. Irish accent? Not much of one. No, just sort of oh, British. Uh, it's going to be British. I don't. I. I don't really know an. Uh... Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you got it. That's it. That's. It. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so these actors are literally using the most obvious ways of portraying their characters. Well, that's just, I think that's everything. Okay, give me another one. Moriarty. They just go for the obvious. Mori- Moriarty, tough, tough Moriarty. Tough, evil guy. Tough what? Tough, evil Moriarty. I'm a tough guy. Do you know hey, Professor you know Moriarty? Professor Moriarty. No, I, I don't nothing about, I don't know anything about Sherlock. Okay. Nothing. Tell me something to say, and I'll be him. Give me a line. Give me gotta a line. Be, gotta be any me. sentence, and I will say it. Okay. Okay. Um, talking to his criminal friends, he's about to kill. 
You tried to backstab me. Didn't listen. Should have trusted me. That's the idea. You tried to backstab me. You didn't listen. You should have trusted me. Yeah, that's no. pretty much. That's uh, that's that's all right. But you lost the British part of that. Too high or too? Oh, I needed an accent. He has an yeah. accent. Okay. Yeah. A yeah. dirty, scary person. You should have trusted me. Got it? You yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> so, I cannot watch a play because of that type of thing without just Trevor doing every single accent. It's, it's a problem. So bad. But theater is I just so bad. Theater is just so bad. Oh, most of it is terrible. I was having this conversation yesterday with someone about how much theater sucks. I'm like, well, but did you ever do any acting? I'm like, oh, God. Yes. Yes, I did. It's terrible. I can vouch from first-hand experience. Yeah, I don't know how they get away with just the whole gay stereotype that it's classy. <laughs> it's not cool I don't know it's just really bad if it was if there was a movie like that it'd be like oh my yeah. god <laughs> yeah Ooh. how is this being allowed to be shown just like people pr just prancing yeah like it'd be, it would be highly offensive if it wasn't in a theater I think yeah but everything uh... did we talk about the Friends Wrestle yeah we did two years ago yeah never mind sorry what about the worst play ever? No, like how like they, they kept on going about how there's this offensive play at the Winnipeg Film uh, Fringe Festival, and I'm like, yeah, like I'm gonna get offended by what happens in the play. <laughs> and then I actually read about what it was, and I just think it a dumb on stage. <laughs> that's not, that's just stupid. That's not offensive. That's just dumb. That's just stupid. Yeah. But it'd be hard to do to time that every day. Oh, he takes an animal. <laughs> that's, that's not fair. That's cheating. That's like putting an onion in front of you in a crime scene. <laughs> that's lying. Well, that's got to be real, man. You got to conjure up that dumb. The... Yeah. <laughs> just call. Just call. Uh, yeah. The, the play, the Conjuring Deuce. <laughs> conjuring. Yeah. Dude, I watched that oh, last yeah? night. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we watched the movie. Oh. We watched we watched Rosemary's Baby. Oh, no, we watched Ghostbusters yeah. and The Conjuring and the one with the three witches. Hocus that's Pocus. funny. Nice. Yes. Is The Conjuring the 70s Conjuring with the wheelchair or the new one from like a year the, ago? The new one. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was okay. It was it was more creepy than scary. Which, is, which I think is what a horror... I don't think horror movies can actually be scary. It's not really possible. Mm -hmm. But they can be creepy. Dread, yeah. That's all I'm looking for, is that dread. Oh, speaking of dread, you know what we're missing out on for the first time in like six years for me? Comic-Con. It's today. And I was Ouch. like, thank goodness I do not want to go. And then Thursday night, a friend of mine from Dauphin's like, man, I really want to... I've never been to Comic-Con. I really want to come in. Will you go with me? I'm like, oh, yes. 
But then, uh, then, so I was planning on going, he was going to stay at my house, but then he cancelled because he had to actually work. He got called into work, and I was actually disappointed. I was like, I was actually looking forward to coming into college. What, do you have to go work the magic card shop, no, or what? Uh, who's, works, yeah. Does something who's else. hit it? Who's the star this year? Yeah, so let's go. The guest list is, is particularly sad. The only guy Brent would be interested in is uh, John Delancey, Q, from Star Trek. But they don't even Ooh. advertise him as that. They advertise him as John Delancey from Breaking Bad. What the heck does he play on Breaking Bad? Oh. I don't remember him from Breaking Bad. I guess Breaking Bad is just a big name, right? So maybe hmm. people that aren't super dorks are going to be more excited yeah. about that. Yeah, You might get a couple people that like, yeah. you know. But Q's one of the king of the super oh, dorks. That's disappointing. That's that they're selling out. I, I hate it. And then all the other guests, I, like they're all from this TV show called Lost Girl, which I guess is on space in Canada. I don't know what that is. And a lot of cosplay, like, famous people, like, pfft. And the big guests are five of the dwarves from the Hobbit movies. <laughs> okay? Ooh. Oh, that's yeah, low. That sucks. And then even, like, like last year, I think it was, like, Goldberg, and the year before was, like, Bret Hart. Like, the wrestling guests they get in are pretty big. This year's big guest, Tito Santana? What? Wait, that's awesome. Was, was, I don't even know. Like, was he the tag team partner of Rick Martel? Strike okay. Force. Okay. Watch it. So I do. Red and white shirts. They're good. So it was him and Martel, though, right? I loved Strike Force when I was a child living out in Farmer. So Vision. was it Tito Santana and Rick Martel? Okay. Yes, Strike Force. So, Absolutely. anyways, they had. So I checked last week and I was like, they must have had to get some big guest in at the last minute. And they did. Some people, some people refer to him as the snake, other yeah. people refer to him as Jake Roberts. The saddest man on the planet. Yeah, yeah. It's a Jake. The most depressing story in the universe. So, man, I would think I'd actually get my picture oh, my taken with Jake just because I used to feel bad for him, hey? And it's like, man, he could use the 20 bucks more than I could. <laughs> but just because... You should just give him the 20... You should just give Jake the 20 bucks and yeah. not even get the picture. Be like, you know what, man? This is just this is just for yeah, you. Uh, get a good uh, meal tonight. Go to the Denny's. Jake might not even be in the conventional. He might be, like, outside panhandling. <laughs> Okay. I don't have a segment. I've got nothing. I'm just okay. talking to you guys. You guys hear about Donnie Deutsch, your boy? <laughs> the man of Oh, he had good colors. Suits. I've got the ironing board out in the living room right now as we speak, paying homage. Uh, Not even kidding. I've got a can of spray <laughs> starch and an ironing board set up in front of the TV, <laughs> waiting for football tomorrow night, and I'm going to do ironing and football. That is my Sunday night now. Watch a game and I iron my collars. I don't iron the rest just, of my shirts. I pay slaves to do that. But the slaves, the slaves can never get the collars really? right. Never. You can. So I have to iron my own collars. Oh, I can make a crisp collar. It's just effort. I mean, when you pay somebody less than 20 cents a shirt to wash and press <laughs> it, you're not going to get attention to detail no matter what no. you do. So they press everything and then I go do the collars extra. I think Donnie's, Donnie's got an idea here. He, uh, He's he has a thirty million dollar house up for up on the market. He's trying to sell, so his real estate agent brings him a potential buyer and goes, "Hey, this person's interested." And Donnie's was it you know, me? And so Donnie's like, "Okay, okay." Donnie um, calls up the buyer by himself, not through the real estate agent. Sells it for thirty million dollars. <laughs> Cuts the real estate agent out of the deal. 
can't do yeah, that. So he lost a lawsuit, and because the commission was uh, one point two million dollars, he owed the real estate agent technically, but he cut him out of the deal. Absolutely, that's illegal. Oh. That's absolutely illegal. It, I thought you'd be a fan of that. Well, I mean, I'm absolutely <laughs> a fan of that, but then just do it yourself, Donnie. Donnie's got no time for real estate agents. He's too busy ironing yes, his collars exactly. too, Get, and getting and getting Botox injections probably, <laughs> and spray tanned. Is he? How bad does he look now? Is he? He's falling been off apart? TV for a while. Is it because he's just uh, HD came out <laughs> yes. and they couldn't they couldn't li- they couldn't lie anymore once <laughs> HD came out? We can't make this ninety year old man look like he's thirty. <laughs>